0: back. We'll be right back. I'm Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting live from Leander, Texas. It is 6.28 in the morning on a Saturday, um, March 19th, 2022. Yep, and uh, I get up on a Saturday morning at 5.30 in the morning because I don't know. I don't know why. I I could have slept in, and uh, I could have given myself some rest and skipped doing a show today, but I didn't. Because I'm I'm at the age now where I just don't need an alarm clock. I just get up. It's weird. It's really weird. But you know what? I'm glad I did um, because I got up and I started digging around, you know, about some stuff I wanted to talk about. Because I have, like, a laundry list of things I want to talk about. And uh, I discovered a new project, like, immediately. And I started going down a rabbit hole. I was like, man, I better just turn on the camera before I... I, uh, um, go any further with this so I can just like discover this live with you guys. Um, so yeah, I'm Eureka John. This is episode number 432 of my podcast, aka Morning Video Blog, Brain Dump, Crypto Brain Dump, and everything that I'm learning in crypto, I do live on camera and on and through the mic if you're listening on the audio podcast with you and figuring this out as I go along. And that's the whole premise of the show is that we are all new in this. Um, Nobody really knows exactly what is going on. This is all a sandbox, an experimental place to play. And uh, we are building the plane as we are flying it with the metaverse, with NFTs, with crypto, with blockchain technology and all that stuff. Um, It is it is a really exciting time to be um, in the crypto space and uh, exciting time for the Internet in in general. Um, Yeah. I was young. I was a kid whenever the internet first came out in the 90s. Yeah. But I remember, you know, the whole dot com bubble. I remember the browser wars and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, it, it, it seemed pretty cool, but it just seemed so far away. But I mean, I was that kid who would, you know, actually use the Encarta disc. I don't know if you remember Encarta, but that was the digitized encyclopedia. You know, I still have a, some old 1950s encyclopedias over there in the corner of my room that were my grandparents, uh, the Funk and Wagner's encyclopedias, um, but Funk and Wagnels. And every once in a while, if I want to look up like the perspectives, of um, you know somebody from the 50s on particular topics, I'll go look up the Funk and Wagnalls, you know. And then in the 90s, I had that Encarta digital deck. Because my dad and my mom, they were always like really interested in technology, and we had a good computer uh, at the house, and we had the Encarta encyclopedia. And I would go thumb through all that because I liked, I always like to learn. And then now we have, uh, and then the internet came about, and then now we have blockchain technology and Web 3.0. All this information at our fingertips. And then now the uh, the information before the way the internet works is it, you know, creates copies of all the information on all the servers. And then Bitcoin came around and uh, you can't necessarily, because whenever you could make an email... You send an email, that's a copy of it on your server, and then there's a copy of it on the other person's server. But with money, you can't do that. You can't create copies of the money because then there'd be so much money in the world that it wouldn't be money anymore, right? And that's kind of what's happening now with the inflation. But, um, and it's the money printer go burr. But uh, Bitcoin was invented and it created a way to, to create a unique token that represented money that can be transferred person to person much like you're transferring a 5 and $10 bill. And then smart contracts were built and Ethereum was born and NFTs were born. And so that created a unique digital item that can be transferred and, trans- uh, and ownership transferred from one person to another person. And a lot of people think that this is just about JPEGs and it's not. This is a huge paradigm shift of complete digital ownership where there are no other copies. Yeah, sure, you can right click and save, but... But you know what? AI is being developed. Bots are being developed. You won't be able to use that right-click and save JPEG for much longer. Um, you know, it's, it's things are moving in that direction. And uh, the technology is refining itself. And like I said, we are building the plane as we are flying. And it's a really exciting time to be alive. Well, a lot of people are jumping on this NFT bandwagon and on the crypto bandwagon now that they're starting to realize the value of it and decentralized protocols um, that eliminate the middlemen. So if you are a middle a middle person, some kind of underwriter, some middle, middle man, middle woman in, in, for a career, you better watch out because blockchain technology is coming for your lunch. And uh, um, it's allowed... Allowing opportunities for people to go into decentralized finance to eliminate the accredited the idea of the accredited investor for anybody to be able to to manage their own finances and then for digital artists and creators to be able to ident- uh, uh, interact directly with their fans without all these middle people in there um and to be able to you know receive the um besides maybe like a transaction fee all the profits you know so it's it's really um, liberating, and right now we are kind of at a crux between you know being completely decentralized, and then the centralization authorities trying to create their own closed blockchain systems that require you know a central bank digital currency and a social credit system. So it, it could either be really good. Or really bad, you know, and there's not a whole lot in between going on right now. Um, so, uh, and we see this this constant battle, just bam, 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 back and forth, you know, and it's this flux and this constriction and this uh, uh, release. Between the two powers, decentralization and centralization happening right now, and it's it's a super exciting time to be alive. And you see it in some way, shape, or form all over the news. Um, Okay, so anyway, regarding NFTs, my wife sent me a text yesterday while I was at work, and she is so into Dolly Parton, like majorly into Dolly Parton. And we have a painting in our in our um, in the entryway to our garage that's like. Three Dolly Parton heads in the style of uh, Andy Warhol-ish type of thing, and not really Andy Warhol, but it's kind of has, has um, uh, echoes of Andy Warhol, yeah, <laughs> and some other type of paint styles. I'm not an artist, art, art art critic, so I can't really you know identify the style. But and then you know um, she, we have a, a picture of Saint Dolly in our upstairs bathroom. You know uh, she, we have. Dolly and Willie, um, Willie Nelson and Dolly Parton record near our record collection. She's really into Dolly. Like, she tries to live by the Dolly mantra, and which is fine. Like, it, it, my wife's a good woman, you know, and uh, um, yeah dolly at the dolly pardon i've seen her uh, up on stage in austin um and uh she went for shoot i i don't know i think maybe two three hours straight something like that she must have changed clothes like 10 times and she played about 10 different instruments uh at at the age of like back then i was like eight years ago maybe she was like 71 or something i don't know but uh you know it's it yeah you know and a lot of people do good things and do bad things in life and you know, people move forward and Dolly, pardon and Willie Nelson for that matter had both seemed to be two of those people that, uh, um, yeah, I think we try to, to emulate in some way, shape, or form, without completely venerating people and putting them up on a pedestal, because nobody's perfect. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, they do a good job. But anyway, yeah. So my, my 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 wife loves Dolly Parton, and she didn't know Dolly Parton was going to be playing at South by Southwest. And um, Dolly Parton is playing it. So she did. She played at South by Southwest last night. And um, but the reason she sent me the text is because. Um, so, you know, sometimes you know, a lot of her friends know that you know her husband is into NFTs and crypto, and they think it's kind of like, oh, yeah, he's into that scam, that Ponzi, and all that stuff. Um, and and she sometimes hears that, you know, people say, Oh, this is, you know, I, I talked to some very well connected people, and they say that it's all BS, yeah, yeah, okay, uh. <laughs> Then uh, let's see. Let's let's go take a look at this. Um, welcome to Dollyverse. <laughs> um, global superstar Dolly Parton and best-selling author James Patterson are now dropping limited edition NFTs of Dolly's new album, Run, Rose, Run, and streaming a live video performance on the blockchain at South by Southwest join us here on Friday March 18th yesterday evening in an unforgettable web3 experience powered by blockchain creative labs and Illuvio. create a wallet now for access so there's a lot going on here um first of all i didn't know we didn't know dolly was playing at south by southwest i would have jumped in and uh, um you know watched the the live streaming um along with my wife but we were just exhausted and we had to put the kids to bed so (laughs) that's what happens when whenever you have kids uh maybe one day the kids will be grown and we'll get to go do stuff like this again but for right now we are on kid probation uh but um blockchain this is this is brought to you by blockchain creative labs and south by southwest 2022 um And let's just take a quick look at this trailer Um, and they had the live stream and NFT drop. So this trailer is pretty cool. I think Um, I mean, as cool as Dolly Parton and James Patterson can get, I guess. Um, I mean, yeah. All right, let's see here.
1: Put on my jeans, my favorite shirt, pull up my boots and hit the dirt. My pal James here has sold more than 400 million books. My friend Dolly has sold over a hundred million records. Well, he's the best-selling author on the planet, and she's the queen of country music. We wondered what would happen if, if we put our hands <laughs> together. That's corny. And result in our new, and the result is our new novel, Run, Rose, Run, Run. It's a book. It's an album. And some lucky people can get the album as a limited edition NFT from our friends at Blockchain Creative Labs. Come join us at South by Southwest where we'll discuss the secrets of our new mystery. And I'll be playing live for the very first time at South by Southwest and streaming it on blockchain. It all happens when March the 18th. And we can't wait to see all our fans in Austin. And I second that emotion.
0: So... It's really weird to hear Dolly say NFT. (laughs) First of all, NFT. (laughs) I don't know. And and blockchain, you know. Um, So it's pretty, pretty cool, honestly. So, you know, I did what I would naturally do. Um, I went in there into the marketplace and I bought the NFTs. What can I say? Um, And... Let's see here. Uh, let me go to the right tab. Um, so let's go take a look at this marketplace. I thought I had the damn tab open. Um, well, boy, I'll tell you what. So here's the the uh, South by Southwest article for it. Welcome to Dollyverse. Dolly, pardon to drop limited edition NFTs at South by Southwest. Leading up to the eagerly awaited releases of her original novel, Run, Rose, Run, co-written and best-selling author James Patterson and its companion music album Global Superstar Rock and Hall of Fame nominee Dolly Parton, Um, You know, Dolly Parton turned down her Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. She said she wasn't worthy. Um, Maybe she, you know, I mean, she's not really rock and roll. You know, she's country. So, you know, she she knows who she is and what she does. And uh, she's not trying to be anything else. And she's not. Yeah, so it is what it is. I mean, I I think that's very admirable. Uh, Anyway, um, she's partnering with Fox Entertainment's Blockchain Creative Labs. Um, I didn't know Blockchain Creative Labs was with Fox Entertainment. Interesting to launch Dollyverse in, in an audience-centric Web3 experience at South by Southwest starting next week. So Dolly is now right now. Do- Pardon will make her first ever appearance at South by Southwest on March 18th. Last night, beginning with a conversation with James Patterson about the project at ACL Live at Moody, Moody Theater, moderated by Emmy and Golden Globe Award nominee Connie Britton um, on 911 Nashville Friday Night Lights. Following the conversation, Pardon will give a live performance featuring songs from Run Rose Run set to drop on March 7th along with a few of her hits. Dolly Parton's participation in South by Southwest fulfills one of our longtime goals and we're absolutely ecstatic to have her involved in this year's event in such a unique way, said Hugh Forrest, Chief Programming Officer for South by Southwest. Beyond her legendary status in the music industry, Dolly embodies the South by Southwest spirit as she extends her unique brand of creativity across many verticals. Most importantly, Dolly serves as an inspirational and unifying role model for millions of fans spanning different ages, occupations, and viewpoints from all over the world. And that's another thing that I might add. When I went to that concert at the Frank Irwin Center in Austin, I don't think they have shows there anymore, um, there were people of all ages, um, races, genders, and uh, there were even a huge, large swath of transgender people there um, from your total redneck, you know, country boy, you know, to a transgender, you know, and all you know, hanging out, you know, side by side, you know, singing the same songs and enjoying the same music all together. It is a very, it was a very unifying event. Uh, and right now we are trying to be polarized. Uh, and divided and when you see stuff like that that makes you it gives you some warm fuzzies inside so uh, the performance at ACL Live is open to South by Southwest badge holders only and available on a first-come, first-served basis depending on venue capability. Uh, Kovic, Cali, Twistleman, Electra, Mustaine, and the M- Brothers more will open the night. Okay, The entire event will be streamed li- for, live for free on Dollyverse by Alluvio. Additionally, the Dollyverse will release an exclusive selection of official and certified Dolly NFT collectibles, including limited edition of the Uh, NFTs of the Run Rose Run music album and a limited series of Dolly-inspired NFT artwork for purchase during and after South by Southwest. In-person attendees at Parton's Parton's performance will be able to claim a free NFT while fans streaming the event will be able to receive tokens authenticating their participation. Um, Dolly Parton said, there's nothing more important to me than connecting with my fans and I'm always... Uh, almost always up for trying something new and different. Yes, Dolly and Willie both have very open minds, and she says, I'd say releasing NFTs at my first ever appearance at South by Southwest with James Patterson by my side definitely counts as new and different. <laughs> Heck yeah, it does. So dates for Dolly vs. Limited run and a schedule of NFT drops and information regarding her appearance at Live will be announced in the coming days. Dolly is a true pioneer who brings the highest level of quality, heart, and authenticity to everything she touches, says Scott Greenberg, CEO of Blockchain Lab. Which is why she's the perfect person to introduce to the mainstream audience an easy to use Web3 experience that will live stream her South by Southwest event and provide them the opportunity to uh, own and enjoy her music, not just a right to stream it all designed to bring dolly even closer to her fans so yeah man um dolly is the perfect person to bring this in you know um you know my wife she she puts up with me you know but when she saw dolly doing this and some of her friends saw dolly doing this they're kind of like wow maybe what her husband does has a little bit of merit to it um so let's take a quick look uh, over at this dolly verse and um See what that looks like. So, uh, loading. Welcome to Dollyverse. So, it's built on the Alluvial blockchain and the Content Fabric network. I've never heard of this, you know. And it's it's a it's a type of network that allows for content distribution via NFTs it sounds a lot and it removes, it removes the need for, for content delivery networks and these large big server farms and all that stuff that are that Amazon and Netflix and, you know, Google use, um, it it completely eliminates the need for that. And, um, yeah, so let's go back in here and, uh, here's the Dolly verse. Where is the menu? Uh, Where can I? Okay, so here's the NFT Dollyverse Rose NFTs to celebrate the opening of Dollyverse. Wallet holders can claim one free Dollyverse Rose NFT. Um, I ended up. Uh, going back and buying one for a dollar um i think there was a 79 cent transaction fee and then it was and then i saw on the open market there was one for a dollar and then Don, dollyverse commemorative poster nft that one was $75 uh, dolly pardons first performance at south by southwest and the opening of the dollyverse with this limited edition nft poster the dollyverse commemorative poster nft drops friday march 18th um, alluvial wallets that hold this NFT will get a free Dollyverse replay pass NFT, which grants access to an on demand replay of Dolly's Austin City Limits concert. Cool, man. Um, so on-demand access ends 30 days after the recorded event well good thing i bought one and then run rose run see those are the things that nfts can do they can give you access without getting all your personal information they don't get your credit card and your address and you know all this other stuff they just see if you're holding an nft if you're holding the nft you get all these other privileges and access and other things that they may want to drop and then here's her entire album run rose run um, on as an nft album Um, so dolly Parton has entered the metaverse this limited edition of nft of dolly's new album run rose run drops friday march 18 2022 yesterday um at 5 30 alluvial wallets that hold this nft will get a free airdrop of the dollyverse replay pass nft which grants access to on-demand replay of dolly's austin city limits concert acl austin city limits uh, happens i believe in uh august or or september um Yeah, so Run Rose Run was produced by Dolly Parton with Richard Dennison and Tom Retledge. Be sure to check out the new companion novel co-authored by Dolly Parton and James Patterson. So I guess he wrote um, a novel and she created the music for the novel. That's kind of a cool concept, and I'm sure it's not the first time it's ever been done, but it's probably the first time it's been done using NFTs. Uh, So Dolly vs. Replay Pass NFT missed the live stream. Dolly vs. Replay Pass NFT drops a few days after the show. With this NFT, you can replay the show anytime you want for the next month. So, yes, me and my wife can now watch. um, Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The Austin City Limits uh, show at South by Southwest, not part of the Austin City Limits festival. I was confusing the two. Okay, so me and my wife can sit here and she can watch Dolly Parton play at South by Southwest because we now hold the NFT. So Olivia Wallets that hold the Dollyverse Replay Pass NFT will have access to on-demand replay of Dolly's March uh, 18th, 2022, Austin City Limits concert, her first performance at South by Southwest. Um, so, yeah, man, um, pretty cool. So, let's go take a look in this store. Um, I will go into my wallet as well. Um, all right. So, here's the store, the marketplace, and my wallet. All right. So, let's go take a look at this. Store right 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 real quick. All right. Uh here's the Dollyverse store. And um I'll just wait for this to load here. Uh, it takes things a little longer to load while I'm live streaming, so I'll take a bite of my Apple. All right. So you can see here the three available options: the Run Rose Run Limited Edition NFT album, which I have I bought for 30 bucks. And the cool thing about it is is that it let me choose. I mean, you can buy by credit card. You can buy with Ethereum or Solana. And it, it automatically connects to your Metamask browser wallet. So I had some Ethereum. Um, I bought this album um, using Ethereum. And it connected to my Metamask. And it did the conversion um, to from dollars to Ethereum immediately. The gas was not bad at all. Um, very low gas price. And... um yeah and here it is the transaction on etherscan the transaction hash and bam success um so value okay yeah this is the album now uh, transaction fee $1.79. dollar 29 guay um guay is the unit of measurement um uh for the gas and the eth- for ethereum it's the subunit of ethereum just like sats satoshis are the subunit of bitcoin just like cents are the subunit of dollars and 29 Guay is not bad at all, especially when you're buying an NFT. Um, so anyway, uh, so where was I? Okay, so and then I bought this $75 commemorative poster um, just because my wife is a fan of it. Um, and I'll I'll hold that for her and give that to her at, at some way, shape, or form once she starts to understand this technology. And then um, I was g- going to claim this Dolly vs. Rose. I guess there's three available, but... Uh, um, i think the date has passed so i can no longer claim this so let's see low price 78 cents high price um so let's see It's see yeah it's well is it letting me claim this now because i already claimed one um yeah see it wasn't letting me claim it but i ended up seeing it on the listings right here and um i guess there were some people that just immediately just sold it you know they and i got one for a dollar you know so yeah might as well you know get this nft commemorative you know um i guess yeah this commemorative uh, nft drop um wow yeah people are already selling them for up to 2500 dollars, you know um interesting yeah you know because that's kind of how the nft works people are going to it's some ten thousand dollars and another one for eight dollars <laughs> another one for five so you know the market is finding itself and it'll be interesting to see if this does indeed become some rare collector's item or if it just kind of flies away to the wind like a lot of nfts um, so uh let's see here activity so dolly versus rose and this is just the little free thing that they gave you at the show it shows all the transactions of it so let's go back to the store let's look at the album all right here's the album and see it gives you the option to buy um it gives a little description of it welcome to Dollyverse, the special limited edition um uh, nft of dolly's new album run rose run drop friday it is dolly's 48th studio album and her first album issued as an nft okay so uh the details and it shows here um the where the media is on content fabric network the image url um and let's see here when i click on buy now it allows you to pick how many of these you want to buy um and you can buy a trade from a collector or you can buy it from directly yeah, minted um let's see here and here's all the past uh transactions of that and um when you click on this it gives you the option to buy with credit card to buy with your crypto wallet like your browser wallet or you can load your alluvial wallet that you create whenever you log in, when you when you you don't log in you don't create an account uh, you kind of do just with an email um but that's it and um you can load this wallet with money uh, i did not do that i bought one of these things with a credit card and one of these things using my crypto wallet to test them out and they both work beautifully they you know um so yeah um Yeah, I liked the idea that I could just, like, pay with my MetaMask wallet just instantly. Uh, Even though that Illuvio blockchain is separate from Ethereum, it still makes that seamless experience. Because that is the problem with blockchains that we were running into, and that's starting to be solved now, was the whole idea that you had to switch back and forth between networks, that all these blockchain networks and blockchains were just siloing each other. Like, if you wanted something on Solana, you could not do it on Ethereum and vice versa you know and and now it seems like they're starting to build instant bridges back and forth between all these different blockchains um so yeah uh let's go here to my wallet and let's take a quick look um the one thing that i need to figure out is where else so here it is I, i bought this rose drop um i bought the album and i have the commemorative poster And I will be able to replay this concert on my TV for, um, you know, let my wife watch it. We can sit around and the kids like Dolly Parton too. So let's check it out here. Um, Here's all her songs. Um, I need to figure out where and how I can embed these um, songs in some of the... yeah, the players that i used um but uh I'll, i mean i'm just now literally figuring all this out right now this morning as i'm going along so i don't have those answers yet um so yeah that, that's what this show about so let's let's check out firecracker right and um yeah here's the song firecracker and it's the nft of it and uh yeah I wonder if YouTube is going to flag me for this and like mute out that section. I'm like, YouTube, I own that. Yeah, I own that NFT. And that is me playing that. I have the rights to play that. I have the rights to distribute this now. Um, So, yeah. And that shows the contract address right here on the Alluvio contract address. Uh, actually, it's a zero X. Um, There's the hash for it. Uh, let's go take a look at this Seymour on Alluvio lookout. Is that their blockchain Explorer? We shall find out. Um. So the blockchain explorer is, is what that is, is that's the place the website on for every blockchain has their own explorer. And it shows you every transaction. You can look up a wallet address and see what's in that wallet. That's the thing is everything on the blockchain is transparent and auditable and permanent. Um, So, yeah, um, you can see all the different transactions and uh, look here. And then you can look at the details of the transaction. If you're ever wondering where your transaction is, if something's taken a while, um, if you wanna see how much gas is used, if you wanna prove you bought something, all you gotta do is take that transaction hash or take the wallet address, and go to the blockchain explorer. You can take a screenshot, send things to customer service, or whatever you need to use it for. Um, yeah, and it, you, know, you can look up, look at smart contracts, see if there's any flaws or vulnerabilities if you know how to understand that language. Um, yeah, and so that's so. Here's Alluvio's blockchain explorer, um, and it shows all the different transactions. Let me see about validators if they are. Um, I want to see how many validators are on Alluvium because I'm curious um i don't know yet i've never looked at the alluvio uh blockchain explorer so i don't want to sit here and uh poke around with it right now with you here on it but the interesting thing is is alluvio um i started poking around into what alluvio is and uh let's see here what is this coinbase commerce okay Uh, is alluvio connected so here's the receipt of my payment for that poster so thank you your payment is complete um Total ETH point zero two seventy eight seventy five. The exchange rate one ETH twenty nine forty four twenty six. So I guess they used a Coinbase. Uh, oh, I-, I wonder. Okay, so Coinbase is a general term in the blockchain uh, world. All right, uh, and there is a Coinbase exchange that used that general term and now the two a lot of times get confused so i wonder if this is i mean it has the coinbase logo so i'm assuming that this uh coinbase has created a commerce arm rather than this just being the general term um so yeah um interesting so there's the receipt for my payment um and then you, i can view payment and it will take me over here to etherscan um because i paid for this one on my metamask And it shows me the transaction details Um, so i did pay for both i'm sorry uh, on that uh, for the for the rose nft drop for the dollar payment i did with my credit card um so yeah so i did two transactions with metamask uh using my ethereum and one transaction for the dollar transaction using my credit card um so yeah here's the, the the address where i sent the ethereum from and then here's the where it went to And then here's the transaction hash that shows the proof of that. And then the block confirmations. And I could look up all those details if I ever needed to refer to that uh, to maybe help prove my ownership or whatever. Um, so here's the the Illuvium blockchain. Um, the Content Fabric is a content blockchain. Formerly the Fabric is a decentralized application pl- platform, DAP platform, um, j- and for just-in-time, low latency, high quality content distribution, monetization, and asset servicing. Uh, the platform is purpose built to serve content at scale, eliminating the need for individual cloud transcoding services, aggregation, content management, and content delivery networks. The nodes in the network all run the same open, bipartite, and centralized decentralized protocol, Sorry, which is both a blockchain and a content storage and distribution pro- protocol that are intimately linked. The protocol is original, but is inspired by innovations in content-centric routing, just-in-time pipeline processing, and assembly code in-object decentralized consensus, machine learning, and trustless crypto. Um, The content fabric protocol serves active video content directly from source objects as live and on-demand streaming with dynamic sequences and transformations, as well as static imagery and data, all under the control of blockchain contracts that secure access to and versioning of the content. This decentralized and dynamic protocol is executing on nodes implemented in a global network and effectively replaces and consolidates many conventional functions, including live ingest, cloud origin, like cloud. Cloud servers and uh, live transcoding, content management, encryption, digital rights management. Uh, program sequencing rights and avails control content delivery network streaming and static content distribution so the ways that netflix and and, and amazon uh, uh, content streaming happens this eliminates all these content delivery network um, platforms so nodes may be public uh, serving and client serving end clients or function privately in the network for publishing only and execute the protocol under the control of a node contract that authenticates authorizes and certifies their work Nodes are generally peered directly with all the major public clouds like Amazon Web Services and Azure. So that's probably a little weak point, I would say, um, because yesterday or a couple days ago, I was talking about Kudos, which eliminates the need for Amazon Web ne- Services and Azure and stuff like that. But I mean, that's really cutting edge t- technology. Um, I don't think this is quite there. Uh, so anyway, nodes are typically peered directly with all the major public clouds, allowing for local ingest from cloud storage buckets and have high capacity, multi terabit per second. Um, high-capacity IP transit capacity for direct ingest of live content and distribution of streaming and static content to aux, uh, audiences. So how does it work? The content fabric network serves and it serves outputs such as adaptive bitrate streaming manifests and segments, the, the static content through a just-in-time process that executes within the nodes in the network. This process relies on a low-level decentralized data storage and distribution protocol and is componentized object representation of media essence, metadata, and metadata and code content called a content object the content object is a data structure composed of references to the cryptographic hash signatures of binary parts that comprise the object so there is you know like I've said um, uh, past couple of days, there are on-chain nfts and then there's nfts that use the hash to reference it because um all the the data you know especially when you're doing video it would blow up a smart contract to the point that it's unusable um there are some on-chain nfts but the developers have to create very skinny smart contracts to do so and um, you know so this freaks and guilds game i'm playing is an on-chain nft ether orcs is an on-chain nft board ape yacht club is not an on-chain nft they use the cryptographic hash to to, to uh, compose references to, you know, the, the where the data is stored. A lot of times on an Amazon web service. Um, so, you know, this is kind of seems like how that's working, but I don't think that they are just storing the data on one Amazon web service. I think it's distributed uh, to a lot of different, in pieces, to a lot of different um, uh, uh, servers and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, then it gets into the details of how a lot of this stuff works. Um, So let's take a quick look at our blockchain. Um, Let's see here. All right. So anyway, a lot of this sounds a lot like um, Theta Network to me, you know, because Theta Network is kind of doing a lot of the same type of stuff. You know, it's eliminating the need for content delivery network. It has an ecosystem where you know people run the nodes and the edge nodes on their computers, and they can earn the T Fuel token and for you know watching content, and then the the content creators like the the platforms and stuff like that pay for the theta network to distribute it and by buying the t fuel tokens so they buy them basically off of the viewers and uh, it's kind of this this uh regenerative ecosystem um but anyway so let's see here nfts okay so i don't want to read that one yet uh let's see here the alluvio content fabric technology how it works and let's see this is kind of the big diagram i'll link all this stuff in the video description uh but one thing here is mgm partners with um uh alluvio content fabric for next generation delivery um MGM is also partnered with Theta Network, and I'm just like, oh, this is this? Are they working together? How does this work? What's going on here? Uh, Alluvio today announced a multi-year agreement with Metro golden Mayer um, (MGM) the, to extend the use of Alluvio content fabric to power MGM.com, and MGM Roar is what they're calling that platform. Their enhanced ba- b- business-to-business platform, which provides MGM licensee partners the ability to experience new content screenings and marketing materials for the students. Studio's vast library of films, TV shows, and digital assets. This effort improves MGM's operations and client experience and significantly expands upon initial work that Alluvio previously announced with MGM. They say, in quotes, our goal is to make it easy for business clients and prospects to watch and access our vast library from any location in the world, said Evan Scheffel, Executive Vice President and Global Head of Distribution Strategy and Operations MGM. Cheese That was a mouthful. Um, We've been incredibly impressed with Luvio's ability to help us launch and create new client facing experiences with exceptional speed and quality, with tailored permissions and content rights enforcement to support pre-releases and screenings and more. And they're saying that Luvio has the patents on a lot of the stuff, but they network has like six patents or seven patents uh, all this the this uh um digital rights management um ownership uh content delivery stuff so i'm wondering where there's room for Illuvio to have patents in here too um anyway mgm is at the vanguard of technological inter- innovation and entertainment quality we're honored to help play a central role in executing their vision said michelle munson ceo and co-founder of alluvio This pandemic year precipitated the need to accelerate ways to directly monetize full libraries, reduce costs, streamline distribution workflows, and reposition for future innovation. The Illuvio Content Fabric was designed to do just that. Um, So, yeah, then they get into the details. The Illuvio Content Fabric is a global platform that enables just-in-time, low-latency content distribution, monetization, and asset servicing directly to consumers. Uh, Content is delivered directly from source as on-demand streams, live streams, and dynamic sequences without the use use of cloud transcoding services, content delivery networks, aggregation services, or creating file copies. An embedded blockchain ledger, contract-backed content, and dynamic composition enable personalization, rights control, monetization, and the reuse of media and metadata across properties and devices." Um, so, yeah, for MGM, the Luvio content fabric is being used to support a variety of key initiatives for its virtual premiere and pre-release business-to-business sales platform, including the Roar Screeners, Roar Pre-Release, the Rural Marketing, and the MGM Licensing. So, that's pretty interesting, man. Um, and then the Luvio has a webcast platform. And let's see. Uh, here's another article. Luvio launches content fabric for internet video distribution. Um alluvio incorporation this is back in 2019 this is the beginning of it today launched the um, alluvio content fabric a novel software platform that for owners to manage and distribute premium video live and on demand to consumers and business partners without content delivery networks without them Um, so it enables content owners to deliver ultra low latency and high quality video content and reduce their reliance on complex and costly transcoding services cloud storage providers and aggregators because this content delivery networks a lot of times run into bottlenecks especially if they're out in weird places um where they're far away from the the server farms and stuff like that um so enables content delivery, uh, content owners to deliver ultra low latency, high quality video content and reduce their reliance on complex and costly transcoding services, cloud storage providers and aggregators. Monetization, versioning, uh, monetization, versioning, dynamic personalization and rights control are intrinsic, making possible a whole new class of entertainment experience. Alluvio's Content Fabrics patent pending architecture was created by a team led by Michelle Munson and Serban Simu, the founders of Aspera and inventors of Fast Fast file transport protocol recognizing inefficiencies and costs associated with video delivery they found that's probably why netflix keeps jacking up the price on you a lot of times they founded alluvio to address some of the hardest challenges facing today's premium content owners The Illuvio Content Fabric is a global software overlay network that enables just-in-time video distribution directly from the source, stream, or file. It eliminates the need to create additional copies of files used in distribution networks of storage facilities using a novel representation of media, NFT, and data protocol implemented in a blockchain network to create a transformational direct-to-consumer media distribution platform. Illuvio has pioneered innovation in content-centric design, blockchain data protocols, machine learning, in-network processing and transport and programmable media to create the Alluvio content fabric. So, um, yeah, this is like my first time to ever hear about Alluvio. It's based in Berkeley, California. It aims to transform the management, distribution, and economics of premium video for content owners globally using content-centric networking. Um, I did, in one of these descriptions somewhere in here, uh, hear them refer to the Inter-Blockchain Communication Uh, which is IBC protocol, which is part of the Cosmos ecosystem and the Tendermint software development kit. I wonder if they're using this to build the Alluvio blockchain. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm just saying that it's some of the similar language, although they've never explicitly said it. uh, and it's just a, a publication here uh, So and anyway, it got me To asking these questions, Alluvio versus Theta um, And then here's some Reddit threads and stuff like this, it's called Tedit, not Reddit, and then here's the Reddit Thread, Alluvio versus Theta and So this is a this is an ongoing question It seems to be, with the Theta people And the Alluvio people, um, hello Thetanians, I guess <laughs> I never heard that term, but are you guys familiar With the Luv.io project? Alluvio It's a project that basically works on decentralized Network with band. band-, band- bandwidth content sharing mechanism they already have five patents in regard to this wow Uh, the thing is is I'm trying to figure out if it works without blockchain being compulsory. Reason being, with their pattern, they could very well just run their software to established decentralized streaming network. Interestingly, they did mention blockchain as part of their architecture. Just recently, they live-streamed Black Eyed Peas concert. This project closely resembles Theta, and some of the investors seem to be linked or have connections to Theta investors. They're both geographically in a similar area. Um, I think Theta is in San Jose. Berkeley is not too far. Um, In simple summary, based on the patents is the setup going to be the following, uh, front-end equals software, the front-end taken care of by Alluvio, and the back-end, the backbone, is the blockchain taken care of by Theta. Um, any technical whiz could interpret the patents and workings of Alluvio and Theta to give us clarity, question mark. Uh, credits to T Fuel from Twitter for finding out the project and connections. I'm not trying to create FUD, but to understand this project, probable competitors in the space and global adoption scale. So, I mean, is this going to be integration um, or competition? Uh, somebody said, if that is the right answer, it's an amazing thing. Um, so let's see here. Um, buddy Bal- Baldo says, um, every chance to me, they're using theta. They're using theta, not competing. Yeah. And it sounds, uh, every, everything that this Alluvium platform described sounds exactly like theta and they claim to have all these patents. Well, theta has all these patents, um, you know, um, and it sounds like they are using theta as the backbone. I could be wrong. But, um, you know, to me, this is very bullish on Theta, you know, and if Alluvio is the face of Theta, more power to them, you know. Um, so anyway, um, so for many reasons, the first two big concerts are Black Eyed Peas and Rita Ora, both CAA-represented artists. And CAA is a, um, they own a Theta validator and CAA validator node on Theta. They mention utilizing blockchain and that it is Ethereum compliant. They sell tickets as part of the blockchain and also discuss other use of NFTs. I think that they are a public facing software overlay that exists between artists and the virtual hardware of Theta Network. I kind of agree because I've read through a lot of these patents about digital rights management and NFTs and stuff like that on the Theta network, and they sound almost exactly the same as what I'm reading here about this Alluvio network. So I think that Theta network may be the back, and now that they're saying the Black Eye Peas and Rita Ora are CAA-represented artists, and CAA runs the validator node on Theta, and so does MGM runs the validator node on Theta yeah man the pieces are all fitting together and then somebody said if that's the right answer it's an amazing thing but if they just supported this transition it's transmission it's sad that this support stays behind the curtain well they're not going to tell us they are trying to work out all this before a big rollout um there i think they're trying not to jack up the price of their token too much honestly and i think this may possibly speculatively be a reason why the price has been pushed down after it got way up to 20 bucks uh, because they're trying to get all this stuff rolled out um then speckled peasant said there would be a reason for this and if theta uh, and if that is the case it benefits anyone who is a holder now because it would blow the project out of the water in terms of the amount of people wanting to buy in yeah and i think that's probably the reason for the price express suppression um and so they can get the, all this rolled out and done before it becomes too expensive uh, i've noticed that many nodes were disconnected a day before the show on network statistics it makes no sense if theta and Luvio are working in partnership Just to add to the discussion, then Buddy Beludo said the content was filmed the week before it was shown on the date of the filming. The nodes spiked at 200K, the theta nodes. They said, OK, but what the need of the nodes to record the show? Nodes aren't more useful on the broadcast. I don't get it. Then Buddy says, if you watch some of her presentations, she talks about the content being stored in the nodes. For access at later dates. I believe they filmed live on the network for their own testing purposes as well as using the network to access the content at a later date. And then they Responses. So you're saying Alluvio uh, allows content caching extensively? Interesting. I know Theta does since that's how the the content delivery networks are supposedly shared amongst the node. Interesting. And then somebody else says, yes, the connection between them is actually CAA. Hence why I really wanted to know if it's a separate piece of tech or it needs Theta to succeed. This crucial piece of info. I'm not unable, but I'm unable to decipher nor understand correctly from their patents and workings if both technologies complement rather than compete as per t fuel time uh, t fuel x1000 he mentioned that they actually do complement each other but i just don't know how hence why i opened this thread in the hopes that some techie could unravel it unless of course voluvio decides to utilize a different blockchain but and theta is also uh, compatible with ethereum in much the same seamless way that alluvio is and so this is another thing but here's where theta shines the fourth patent is the one that differentiates it from all of the blockchains micropayment t fuel rewarding system is what alluvio might be needing alluvio uses this elv ticket for a rewarding system hence why i believe that theta's incoming fourth patent is actually very very important this was nine months ago so this has already happened interestingly enough this is the only patent that was rejected and reapplied i'm not sure why For that perhaps this could be the reason why mitch Liu, the ceo and the team of theta are waiting to list Theta and coinbase and go all out right after the fourth patent officially gets granted which i believe would be early in july 2021 anyway this thread goes on and on i will put this thread in the video description i'm going way over time here but this is just so much and so much alpha i think for especially for theta holders um Theta versus Alluvio on Reddit. Uh, why is Alluvio a much smaller operation than Theta getting Fox, MGM, and Sony and others to use their video platform instead of Theta's superior app? Well, I think and because Fox, MGM, and Sony, they all have Theta node validators. You know, they all run them. Um, so... I think it's one and the same, or they're working together. Um, it might be time to look into it a little bit more, a commenter said. Speaking objectively, Theta TV is terrible in more ways than one. I agree. Uh, when people bring this up, our community says, do your own research. Theta TV is just a beta test. We're not trying to become the next YouTube, etc., but we don't get to talk and explain this to the Fox, MGM, Sony, et cetera, corporates of the world. They see Theta TV for what it is right now face value. Then they look at the node net network and traffic and compare it to Alluvio or using Amazon Web Services and the new Amazon Alexa connected can supercomputer that you can't opt out of if you didn't opt out at a prior date. They can pay Ms. Smith's $0 to share their home bandwidth because they aren't aware or tech savvy and they have a, a, a smart family, smart advice. This will also be expanded with IoT tech. Um, Then somebody else said, "Alluvio is using what they call their Fabric, but after looking into this, it simply has to be Theta Network that is the underlying blockchain. I know because Fabric is kind of an elusive term. i think it's the theta network since ceo talks about smart contracts drm nodes all over the globe considering that alluvio.io partnerships have uh uh, have partnerships that align with thetas it seems to add up i could be wrong because nothing has been officially stated but this could be the game changing announcement that mitch held on to who knows uh since alluvio doesn't go into the blockchain and distributed content delivery but keeps talking about being an overlayer well to me that's more than meets the eye um yeah so a lot of people are going back and forth about whether this is you know an integration of theta network or competitor to theta network i will link all these conversations in the video description i'm out of time but this is some super interesting alpha stuff going on here um you know, and it all started out with just kind of looking into Dolly Parton. <laughs> you know? And this is where I went down the rabbit hole this morning when I woke up at 530 and I came down here to just kind of just uh, look at this NFT and see if it's worth buying or not. And I ended up buying it all, you know, so. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> That being said, I will come back to this and I will do some more research on this topic um, because I have been a holder of Theta Network since it was worth like 12 cents, you know, so uh, the Theta token. Um, And if this is the case, it could be very bullish for me. Um, So we'll see what's going on. All right. Well, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. And um, yeah, I'm sure we'll see what else happens in the blockchain space. All right. so, um, that being said, uh, do I have anything else? Um, no other updates. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically. If you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E U R E K A John, J O H N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. If you would like to donate some stablecoin or Ethereum, please feel free to send it to eurekajohn.crypto or eurekajohn.eth. This will help with the gas costs for all these protocols that I mess around with. Because that gas adds up and I ain't rich. Yet. Thanks again.